Welcome to Girls Guts Glory, the broadcast. Did someone say broads? If you like what you hear, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to hashtag GGG Broadcast. Previously on the broadcast, in a way where like he's gonna fight you, but he wants to be destroyed. Yes, but he's also trying to kill us, so I don't feel that bad. That was so sad. I wish we could have talked to him. Nothing to see here. Having gone all the way up, following your senses, using a very fun little kind of magic marker that seems to have fallen into your hands, um, you were able to track down and figure out where Niles was. Somebody who most of you didn't even know. Most of the school didn't even know. But Rekid, being kind of having his ear to the ground and keeping his eyes about him, being both somebody who's of noble blood and also someone who's forsaken that and pretty much knows everybody here, high or low, um, told you about who this person was and you tracked him down and you found him in the shadows of the library kind of hiding from the world uh, as he always did uh, however the consequences of the choices that he potentially made uh, were pretty alarming and jarring having kind of witnessed a Jekyll and Hyde sort of creature um, something that has been a cross between two things that were, it was almost hard to decipher even what the origin of his actual entity and being was, but it looked like a, a, a science project gone wrong. And so uh, after having dealt with him actually in a fairly quick battle, one that he definitely fought hard against, but also in the same breath, um, there was some release at the end of him and he had been vanquished and turned into dust. So you guys are currently in that library, uh, about two floors up. Uh, those kids looking down kind of just blinked twice and then just went back to their studying, not even glancing or questioning what was going on up there. Um, and that's where we left off. So. Well, we did that. Yeah, we did. We might want <clears throat> to skedaddle. Should we what like we... clean this up or something? Yeah, what do we do with the body? Well, all the dust, you mean? Yes. Um, oh, there's a window over here. Oh, I feel so bad just shoving him out a window, though. I just killed him. How can you feel bad? What else are we going to do with <gasps> him? We could mix the ashes into this candle, and then he's an everlasting flame. I like or that. we could bring him down to the catacombs. Oh, yeah. Or that. Oh, yeah. How? Is it to carry the dust? Is there anything around here we could put in Yeah, here? just roll a quick, quick investigation check. Like a dustpan, or? <laughs> That's cocked. Hold on. Okay. Um, 14? Okay, so you're kind of looking around, and you catch two things. Um, in the corner, there are some just, like, generic um, sort of, like, boxes that they probably put or shipped books in that, that they would take out here and kind of store books in and bring them out. You could probably use one of those in order to kind of uh, bring whatever the remains are of him. But as you grab one of these boxes, it's kind of small. Uh, so no more than about, I would say it's about two by three feet. You know, it's like it's like carrying for, uh, for like a large thing of boxes. Um, you catch, as you're like kind of going towards his ashes, that there is something still like left behind in his, in his ashes. And you kind of take a moment as you t- attempt to sift through it what respectfully. 
Um, and you pick it up and it's just this like small little red, like gold orb. It's very tiny. It's kind of glistening. An orb? It's it's like, um, it, it looks almost like a pearl. Um, but, and it's, it's hard, but it's harder than a pearl, pearl, I would say. And it's not, it's more refined. It's like perfectly circular. Um, you just catch that. Uh, does anyone know what this is? I have two thoughts. We should definitely take this to Miriam. Maybe she's heard something about it, but also, I bet this is related to whatever happened to him. I wonder if everybody that made some kind of deal has this in them. Because it looks weird, mm. is all I'm saying. Was there any one of these when we took out um, Otherworld? No? no? No. You guys searched pretty actively after that battle, and you had not found anything like this. Hmm. I say pocket it, and... We can take it to Miriam. Mm-hmm. All right, I take Let's it and I put it in my pouch. I'm gonna try and scoop up the rest of the ashes into the box. I'm you, sorry, you buddy. do. So Rekid kind of tries to help, and he even like like he's like thinking about his different spells and like resurrecting, but he he doesn't think he has anything strong enough that would bring him back healthily as like he once was. So he just takes a moment. You can see he's kind of struggling because this is like his specialty. Um, as you guys kind of put him in. Rekid's kind of going through something right now in terms of just like a kid dying, like he's staring into the void. I'm gonna go tap him on the arm. Hey, hey. Buddy, you okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first time you've been nice to me. It's really nice. I appreciate it. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's fair. I'm I mean, sorry. I mean, I know I come off as a prick sometimes, but... A little bit. So do I. It's Everybody does, you know? Well, everybody no, has the thing is, you're pretty. You're kind of cool. Well, thanks. You like no animals and things. Well, yeah. But, I mean, more to the point, are you, are you doing okay? Yeah. Kind of. Because I know this is a lot. It's a lot for all of us. Yeah, I'm just like, seeing, like, people our age go away, like, it's just weird. It's scary. Yeah, we need to be, I just don't want it. That's why I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Okay, all right. Cool. Maybe, maybe there's, you know, there's people more powerful than me. Maybe down the road. At least we got him, you know, somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I think there are probably some other entities lurking around that we need to investigate. There was uh, a trinity. Oh yeah, the godwiz. The godwiz. Mm-hmm. And you guys know in about four hours time or so, maybe a little bit more, uh, the the event, the we'll call it the Magifair, um, <laughs> is occurring, which is the equivalent of that sort of like homecoming prom king and queen event, where there will be um, kind of like loud chants that occur. Um, the, uh, essentially trying to garner votes. It's like a last-ditch effort after the canvassing and the sort of promotions that have been happening um, all day. <laughs> um, this is kind of where it formally gets announced, who's going to be wearing them crowns at the... at the. Uh, well, it's kind who's of... Who's running it's, or who? It's who's running, essentially. So it's the beginning of the whole event. But you can kind of tell. Uh, I'll say this much. Uh, usually at the end of the event, the top two runners. Sometimes there's a come from behind, but generally speaking, people work in droves here. So you guys have an inkling that both Special and Covalt maybe are probably in the pretty much sure wins, but whoever that other person is up against them, that's really where you guys would go and kind of gauge. But knowing Trinity has submitted herself, thanks to your friends kind of sneaking in her ear and whispering to her at the dining hall, you have a feeling she's going to be there. I have a feeling that 
it would be wise to not just go blindly into this situation. I think we need to gather intel and have a plan of action if, you know, our, our ultimate goal is to take down any evil in entities, we shouldn't just go in blindly and, you know, willy-nilly. Yeah. We yeah, should we really ask questions and try to figure out who exactly is under a dark influence and make sure that they don't come into power. Yeah, and I think we should try and get Trinity on our own. Maybe we don't go in guns blazing like a the, the party. No, no <laughs> guns blazing. All right, uh, should we head back to the catacombs and bring our poor deceased dust there and also ask Miriam about this orb? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, we've still got a few hours before the, the fair. You guys have exactly five hours before the fair, I would say. And getting down to the catacombs will take a, a little bit of time. Um, by then, that <laughs> would really. <laughs> you guys could definitely take a short rest there if you guys need to like heal up or anything like that. Uh, but a long rest will not be possible, just as a note. Ah, well, after taking that one out, I'd love to take a little rest if if there's time before. We'll have this a evening. short rest before the the magic fair, and uh, Drusilda, you and I can do our makeup. So with that, you guys all decide to kind of go together uh, with smiles on, even after this sort of event. You're trying to put that besides you and, and think of the more positive aspect of the fact that you have now gotten somebody else on that list, somebody else on that book. You're finding the leads. You're beginning to kind of hear the whispers throughout the school of who and what. Now you still know there's a couple other people on that uh, book that you have yet to get any leads on, but you have a feeling one by one you're at least finding some answers. Um, so... As you guys begin to make your way down to the catacombs, you get there. Miriam's happily in her library chatting away with uh, Letty still, and they're in mid-conversation about something absolutely bonkers. Um, <laughs> you guys walk forward. You hand them this box. Um, quite solemnly, you tell her the story of what just occurred, and she reports that she's going to do as much um, studying of this small little sort of pearl you found almost, um, as well as try to figure out ways to um, at least keep him safe and restore him down the line. She's not 100% familiar of that. She works with the dead. She's familiar with the dead. It's where she's most comfortable. Uh, so life is not her specialty, but she promises that um, she's going to work on finding someone maybe who would know more. Um, so... Uh, with that, she, I will say, uh, you guys uh, have any other questions for Miriam before you want to at least take a short rest maybe in your, in your room, your dormitory, your makeshift dormitory? <laughs> Not at the moment. Just feeling a nap coming on. I want to get a rest before tonight in case anything goes down that I need to be prepared for. Okay? Same. Sounds good. So you guys all get back into your dorm together. Um, Buck has been uh, kind of keeping quiet and uh, shying away from the world a bit, but the moment that he's in a, a place that smells familiar to him, he kind of hops out and he gets to kind of get cozy and he marks a corner right away. Um, <laughs> um, uh, with his probably last tinkle since he won't be needing water or, or, or food for a while. Um, um, and he kind of sits... And, and gets cozy underneath some hay that you had made for him. Um, it's getting, uh, the sun is kind of uh, dropping down now. It's still day, um, or at least where you believe the sun to be. Again, these clouds are pretty much 
over its overcast consistently. And you guys can roll for um, your temporary hit points if you have any as you guys are trying to heal up. So do you guys want to tell me how you're all resting up here? Because a couple of you guys are okay. A couple of you guys are able to kind of sit back and recharge. You, Your hunter's mark, um, I believe, comes back after a short rest. Mm -hmm. I typically, when I take a short rest, I like to sing to myself just my little aracocra songs and ruffle my feathers and, you know, pick some of the feathers out that are dead and just prune and um, meditate a little bit. I would love to know what this bird song sounds like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds something. There's. It's not really words, you know. It's more a melodic kind of. Um, <laughs> Just that sort of. <laughs> just improvisational singing. That's yeah, so when you're doing that, Huck comes over and sits next to you and he's like, like trying to act all casual and be like, does that have any words? It's real pretty. No, you know, sometimes I feel that words mix things up too oh, much. Oh, yeah. You know. they're, they're, they're sometimes I just like to feel the vibration uh -huh. of a melody. Yeah, I, d I definitely know what you're talking about. Absolutely, yep, 100%. I, I get it. I'll sing to you forever. Really? Oh, golly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, That's awful nice. Uh, Huck is blushing. Hot in here. He takes his hat off and he, like, fits. <laughs> Did I get... Something's <laughs> happening over there. Yeah, so Starla, you're on the bed opposite as the two of them are talking, and you're, you're here overhearing this. It's not a huge room, you know? Mm -hmm. And Buck is just sitting next to you with his arms crossed, like, watching this happen. <laughs> Starla also crosses her arms and looks over at Buck, and, like, looks <laughs> over at them and is like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and give Buck a little pat on the head. And he, like, he takes a moment, he looks, he, he gives you, he gives you eyes, like, and then just looks back at Huck, like, very actively. <laughs> um, and what do you do, Drazilda, as you're kind of healing up? I'm bringing out my satin pillowcase, and I'm doing my very best to not roll over on my side so that I don't have pillow crinkles in my skin when I wake up. <laughs> so you take a, like, nap, kind of, and you just close a your A very eyes. proper nap. Very proud. No snoring. Absolutely not. Stone Coast Never. still. <laughs> Never. Celine takes a less proper nap. She and thinks she doesn't snore. She right, snores. I, <laughs> I heard her before. Selena snoring next to, by her sister in the bunks. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna get dry mouth or something? I think she'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, she sleeps like this a lot. At least she's not drooling. That's always real funny. <laughs> but my singing is kind of like playing <laughs> over. <laughs> playing over the snore. <laughs> and even as you're singing and the snoring's happening, you can tell that Buck, it being day, also his eyes get a little droopy after a, a few minutes and he 
kind of looks to you, Starla, and he just kind of kerplums oh. and like falls asleep on your lap. And he oh. gets stone cold dead, like his tongue's rolled out one eye, and his <laughs> eyes are behind it, like, you know, rolled to the back of his head. I, I give him little scratchies. He's like a little pet. Stone cold out. Like, yeah. he's freezing cold, but like, you're oh. kind of scratching him. He's cold to the touch. Oh. But he's still got his little fur. It's a little vampire raccoon. Little is. vampire raccoon. Vampire raccoons yes. deserve pets too, okay? Vampire. So vampire. Some time passes as you guys, you know, heal up or meditate or kind of just uh, take uh, take uh, tally of the events that have happened the last couple of days. Um, as you guys are doing this, uh, uh, you all awake or heal up after a full hour. Uh, of time, you still have about three hours before, I would say about three hours now until the actual event. So if you guys want to do anything or investigate anything before the event, otherwise you can spend your time here. <laughs> Huck is gonna scoop Buck up like a baby mm -hmm. and just cradle him in his arms like an actual like child and go over to Miriam while holding this little rocking, this little raccoon in his arms and say, I, ha have you found anything out about that little pearl? Yes, it's, it's an interesting little thing. So, um, I have been studying it for the better part of an hour. Um, my, some, from earlier today, some of my, uh, you know, I have to do certain rituals now since I spent some of my energy making sure that all of your items that you had acquired were, uh, you know, because I haven't truly slept since yeah, then. Yeah, I've been oh. studying quite actively. Oh, Miriam, you got to take care of yourself. Oh! <laughs> I know you laugh. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you're our friend. you got to take care of yourself. We care about you. Oh, thank you. It's a friend, it's a, it's a word that I don't often hear, so Letty has just been here giving me a, giving me all of her, she's also very tired right now, she, she oh, knocked yeah. out because we've been studying so hard. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, it's a very interesting object, it doesn't have any sort of magical properties you can use it for, but it has an origin and a base and sort of like transmutation, uh, the uh, attempt to make something... It's it's taking two sorts of magics and shoving them together. It's a it's a combination of conjur conjuration and transmutation, and it's almost a distillment of it. Almost, <laughs> for better lack of terms, I mean this is kind of disturbing in some ways, but like a kidney stone that was that had been um, almost compiled within the body as an, a a fight against the actual physical ability. So something had happened or occurred uh, with this little orb that has created a a physical manifestation of rejection of some sort of experiment gone wrong. Well, the... I would recommend holding on to it, and she oh, gives okay. it back to you. All right. Uh, just in case you have need. The guy that we um, unfortunately had to take out, he was trying to fight whatever was happening to him, so he was, I guess, kind of half, half human, half demon. So is that... So Farut, so Farut, uh, so Huck had uh, left with Buck and went to Miriam. You had not noticed very subtly, uh, Farut slip behind you and follow you down the hall after that moment. And uh, Farut's head just kind of pops in as if he was listening into the conversation. So is that the ruby pearl thing? Is that responsible for making him into some sort of demon or was he a demon first and that formed as a result of him becoming a demon? I do think, we know? I think the latter. I'm not, Miriam, do you know? Honestly, I've never seen anything like this in my life. This is magic that is very strong and is, very dangerous. Is there someone, someone else that we could seek out uh, their the guidance or um, um, insight 
to get more information about what this is and the nature of it. Any person, of the professors? The only person I think who would have any information about this was Adwald. Oh, uh, well, he's gone. That's too bad. But it does make sense that this is a factor of him. Yeah. Maybe something went wrong or he was mm. experimenting. Yeah, I, I, I bet not any other professors here that mm. deal with this type of magic. There are a few, but they were all lesser. He was one of the highest ones. I don't think any of them would know. He was clearly experimenting with things beyond his abilities. It's a magical kidney stone. A magical kidney stone. Yeah. Hashtag magical kidney stone. What's a hashtag? I'm moving on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you guys take that information, go back, and tell your colleagues, I'm assuming, about this. you guys also know that there's the uh, there's a main town if you guys want to gather any materials, but otherwise the event's about to go down pretty soon. So if you guys want to make your way back to the quad to see the pre- the precursor to the event, the sort of assembly and a, a gathering of folks, you guys are more than welcome to make your way out. Why don't we head to the courtyard and just observe for a little bit? Yeah. Rosilda and I have been getting ready after our wonderful <laughs> little naps. Would you like more moon dust? Yes, please. Yeah, so traditionally, you do paint your face, you get really mm-hmm. into school spirit, um, you can wear like flags or like have really cool um, like enchantments happen to you. So th- certain things go off for certain people when their name is called. So again, it's about creating as much um, of display and, and sort of glittery loudness as possible. When uh, when Huck and Fruit were talking to Miriam, uh, Starla went over to Drizelda and was like, so I don't really know. I can do like disguise makeup, but I can't do like pretty makeup, like what Not y'all another can word. do. <laughs> <laughs> and I whip out my, my caboodle. <laughs> yes, your magic caboodle. Yes, and um, oh boy. First of all, that hair. What? what What's wrong with my do? hair? Oh, it's lovely. Such volume. Oh, I'm so jealous. But let's just put a little serum in <laughs> and smooth those locks. And I make uh, it like a super glossy, like 60s beehive. It's like really whoa. sleek now and very like beautiful. And there's whoa. still like there's from a bird's like nest to a beehive. And, yes, but I'm actually taking a literal bird's nest that was hiding in there and I'm putting on the top just off center like one of those ridiculous British hats and and it looks adorable. And then plenty of moon dust for you oh. in all the right ooh. places. Ooh. And then, ooh, and some fake lashes. What? There's... F- <laughs> and Stella's right, eyes are like twitching. Roll a. Um, this can be a. I would like this to be a sleight of hand check, trying to get those lashes on. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> they go right in your eyeball. Oh no. Well, it's a three. <laughs> it takes the better part of an hour for you to try to put these lashes on poor Stella. Stella's eyes are twitching so much; it's making things very difficult. I've never done. Halfling eyes before. <laughs> is, oh. are, they, are they on? Celine, mm. what do you think? Um, so what you see as you look at Starla as Drusilda turns her around, um, they are the biggest fake lashes you've ever seen. And they hit, like when she opens her eyes, they touch her forehead. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
will be the center of attention. <laughs> really? You know what? Not the lashes. Not the lashes. Scratch the lashes. <laughs> and oh. I, I, I take some some elderwood oil to to gently dab it off, and then in in place to cover up the oil because now it's got that lovely sheen. I'm just going to add a little bit of rupee dust. Oh, oh yes, much, much better. better complexion. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going Stella. to do something, and let me know what you think. And uh, Celine touches her hair, and as she moves her hands down her long uh, golden locks, it just starts to glow, and I cast light on my hair. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, it's definitely making a statement, even what? if it's in this room. I never think of that. <laughs> Do you want glowy hair, too? Yes. And I touch um, Drusilda's hair and make it glow as well. Yes. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. It's like we're telling ourselves we're beautiful, too. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Yes, and so now with this beautiful hair, your, yours is down and flowy. How is your style, Drusilda, now that it's glowing with light? Um, mine is swept all the way to the side and pinned with the pen, the magic pen. I'm nice. hiding it in my hair for now. Well, it's the perfect, it's for the now. perfect length. Plus, when I need it, I'm going to take it down and do a big whoosh and toss my mane. <laughs> and Noted. all that light. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. <laughs> when I need the pen. <laughs> Yes, so if you guys have any other spells or tricks up your sleeve, but you also know there's a lot of kids who study enchantment, who uh, their specialty is kind of like trompe l'oeil, you know, little fun things that'll go off that are non-consequential. So if you ever want to go and talk to the enchantment kids, they're probably gathering upstairs and everyone's kind of making their pockets and corners. Is what's-her-face an enchantment? Uh, are you talking or about special? special or trinity? Yeah, there's a, co a couple of them now. A couple trinity. of them. Trinity. Um, let me see. Trinity, also known as Middlesey's number two. <laughs> Ooh, saucy. Um, she studies do, 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 abjuration. Mm. It's a different school. Okay. It's kind of the school that's like a, like the protection school kind of thing. It's like a, they're kind of the, the, for, the forgotten school. <laughs> the one school everyone's like, oh yeah, abjuration, yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> the Hufflepuff. The Hufflepuff. <laughs> Hufflepuffs okay. are valid. Yes. Wait, is anyone in here a Hufflepuff? Okay. Former Hufflepuff. But, okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's kind of like the school that you go to when you like don't really want to like study, study. Like they have some cool like higher level stuff, but like for the most part, it's like it's like what you would take. You'd go to abjuration if you're not that smart and you want to just glide through school real easily. You know what I mean? It's like the, everyone will pass abjuration as long as you show up and you try a bit. That's kind of it. Oh. So it's for dummies. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't need anything from abjuration. I have plenty of enchantments all on my own. All right, sounds good. So uh, you guys head upstairs then. Uh, unless you wish to prep anything else. And right as you're walking in, there's already like decorations going up. Uh, kids have as, probably as been doing Huck this. As Huck and I are walking into mm -hmm. the courtyard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, really bringing out all, bringing out all the stops, aren't they? Yeah, this is real fancy. It's like fancier than most of the things I've, I've ever seen. We didn't really have like big festivals back home. No. No, not really. 
I mean, every once in a while on like the harvest, you know, couples would get together in the middle of the floor and they'd like do little country dances, but it's all, I mean, a lot of the people here would probably look down on that. Would they mm. have a corn husking? Where did you come from? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I've just meandered. We just caught up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, we have been here the whole time. Wow. I don't know if you realize we were walking behind you this entire time. We did yeah, not. Newt. Ladies, what may I say, you look absolutely stunning. You're all so shiny. It's Why, real beautiful. You. Your hair, you. I just really approve. <laughs> Thank you, Drizilda covered me in glitter or you, you sparkle. Look real nice. You look like a little star. Aww. That Aww. ruby like. color on your eyes. It looks great. You should try that more often. It's a oh, real red. You. It is. It's red. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Isn't it? Thanks. It's red. Yeah. I'm not used to it. It's different. And how about this lovely beehive hairdo yeah, from the 1360s? Like, We're bringing it back. It adds like, like is six it, inches to my height. Is it heavy? A little bit. I can't. I can't move my head too much. You look like or a real like gonna fall over. Proper lady. Oh, I look like a proper lady. Yeah. <laughs> As you guys are walking around, um, you very quickly catch that there's a couple of booths. These are kids who are trying to make like a little penny. This is kind of almost like um, students with their own personal Etsy's, right? Like they kind of um, make these little booths and this is the sort of events that get them a little bit of money on the side if they're not doing some sort of study work um, at school. Um, so you actually catch that as you guys are walking into, um, into the main hall through the main door, it kind of opens up from that hallway that you first hit into the quad behind it. Um, in that main hallway, you catch a couple people that you've bumped into with stalls. Um, most interestingly enough, you catch Talia, who uh, you had very quickly met, um, who has um, all of this beautiful sort of, it has this like architectural gold and um, it's very heavy in design and there's great jewel headpieces. Um, it's very lavish looking um, and it's it's absolutely beautiful. In terms silk saris you see, you see beautiful jewels, you see, it's just, it's glittering. I don't know if you ever watched um, my little princess but like in that flashback sequence or that forward flash sequence where it's just a room full of gold and purple and like red that's her stall it's very gaudy very Baz Luhrmann um, yes um, but she is trying to sell some things to get people noticed like sashes and beautiful gowns it, again it's a lot of loud noise um you also catch uh but it's all visual it doesn't look like any sort of magics you catch in the corner um one of the boys that you had met very briefly, um, maybe even passing her at school and classes, maybe first level uh, necromancy classes. This guy named Rock Toctel. Um, Rock Toctel? Yeah, Rock Toctel. He is a, uh, he, he's a, you guys don't know him very well, uh, but like you can How tell How do you that say his name? Rock Toctel? Rock Toctel. Wh which part is which name? Like is it Rock Toctel or is it Rock, Rock Talk? Talk. Tell. It is three names. Rock, R-O-K, talk, T-O-K, tell, T-E-L. Rock, talk, tell. One word. All one name? Three different. Oh, three oh. different. R-O-K, space, T-O-K, space, oh, he's a three names. It's kind of fun to say. What, what's he got? So he actually, kids have a line. Like, his <laughs> is the busiest one right now. Um, and he seems to be casting spells on kids, like enchantments on them. Like some sort of... Ooh. Some sort of spell casting thing is going on with him. Well, all I did was wash my face. I feel like I gotta do better one day. Everybody else is like all shiny and, and nice, and I, I just, 
literally cleaned. I brought extra moon dust. I'll take sure. some moon dust, please. Are we all gonna be sparkly? Oh yes. It's gonna be a group of stars. But I would like to go over to his booth and, and see if I can get something done. Okay. Um, so you walk over to him. You guys are gonna have to wait in line a little bit as you're talking. You know, there's he's got a pretty pretty long list. And finally, after a couple of you guys had maybe spent about 20 minutes in line just trying to get to this guy, he finally gets to you. And there's a moment. It's just a simple black booth with a black backdrop and him in his hands. You guys actually know from his pure uh, from his sash that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. He's a hexblade packed guy. So yeah. one of those, like, you know, he plays rugby kind of guys. Um, Try Todd! Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do, like, a little, like... Do the Todd! Yeah. No, I can't do the Todd. Todd's different. You know, Todd is Todd. Can't steal Todd's thunder. Um, oh, hello. It's uh, real great to have you guys all here. What's up, huh? You're all looking great. You real excited for the game today? Terribly. Stoked. Stoked. <laughs> Good. Uh, speaking my lang. Uh, <laughs> so like, what you in the mood for? I mean, I got things up the wazoo. I can like give you some like real fun things because I've been practicing on my own, you know, in between sports, uh, just general sports. I didn't do them all. And, Those sports, uh, yeah, you know, and like I can do some real cool stuff that you wouldn't think I can do, but I can totally do it. Yeah, impress me. Thanks. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't saying I'm impressed, I'm saying impress me. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, oh, do you want like a newer one of them? No, not for me, I believe. Okay. S- oh, so, yeah. huck here. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. You got uh, anything for a cowboy? Yeah. Uh, a cowboy? Yeah. Whoa. You know what? I come from a family of goat farmers. Oh my god, really? Yeah. My, my family had like three goats at one point, and they were like awful mean, but there was one that was real, real nice. That's so cool. I love goats. Me too! <laughs> Do you want like a goat voice or something? Um. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Some a little more visual, maybe. Just lost my cool. No, um, it's totally cool. You know yeah. what? It happens to the best of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, right. Okay. Here, here. I got something for you. I got something. For okay, you. yeah. Well, and he, he, he's like, but you gotta be cool, cause my pack's with the dark winds, so like, I gotta use him. I, I don't know what that is, but like, I'm real cool. Sweet. I'm and very so cool. So he takes a moment and he, he grabs your shoulder, and you can feel like a pulse of energy go through your right arm. Um, as he whispers something, and you can see like his eyes kind of glow, like like purple. Are you as okay? He, like, like, yeah, just give me a second. Okay. As he like <laughs> does a spell and he finishes it, and he takes his hand off your shoulder and he kind of shakes it. He goes, ah, yeah, I think that I think that worked. Um, so when you want to use it, you can essentially like um cast like gust of wind away from you and like make everything billow out, and then like your mouth will be full of like black stuff. Whoa, that's real cool! Again, it's like all for show and everything. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty sweet. That's real rad. Thanks. Dude. That's yeah. awesome. Oh my god. We're working on it. So uh, if you have like anything to throw into the, throw into the. Oh yeah. Bowl here, how, how much do people normally? I don't know. I don't really do this. You know, it's all. We all don't want to. You know, don't want to. You know, it's like all. It's like this thing on charity. So I can't say how much, but you know, like a solid ten gold would be good. Yeah. Okay. Five. Yeah, I'll give you ten. Oh, that's a lot. Thanks, man. Huck doesn't care about gold. Drizzle is not impressed. Might you have anything for an Aracocra? You're like... Ethereal. Thank you. I learned that word recently and I was trying to find a reason to use it. So, um... It applies. 
Like, what do you, you know what? Like, do you want me to just get like creative? Oh, oh wait, can I, I have an idea. Can you make his feathers shift colors in different lights? Like in one minute it kind of looks blue and the next it looks like purple. Ooh, and then sort of like way, camouflage. Like, yeah, it's feathers. like a gold underneath or something. Oh, oh you know what I, you know what I, kind of, I, that's pretty like specific and everything. Oh, okay. And like my stuff's more like death related and like sure. metal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I could probably do that, but it, it would be my take. Is that cool? Mm. I might take a lap around and see what other things that the other magicians have to offer. Yeah, sounds good. You know, no problem. It's, I, I can might only do back. certain stuff. Well, sure. I hope I gave you something sweet. Use yeah. it. Make sure you use it. Uh, just like actively think about it when you want to cast it, and okay. you, it'll happen. Okay, All cool. Right. Oh my gosh. Good Bye. No, I got more customers. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Sorry. He like skirts you guys around. Anybody else want anything from him? Any sort of embellishments? No, but There's... I'd like to go to Talia's stall. Okay, yeah, Talia's, <clears throat> Talia's doesn't have anybody there. Uh, she has her feet kicked up. She's kind of casually looking around. I follow Drizilda. Oh, it's good to see you. Hello. <laughs> Do you have anything that can turn my nails into garnets? Mm. And if you remember, she's a she's a tabaxi. She's very elegant. She's a cat girl. She grabs your hand. She looks. And... So what are you thinking? What do you want? Like in terms of um, style? Oh, I just want them to be the most dazzling garnets for nails that anyone's ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's I can all. do that. Yes, yes, yes. One moment. And she grabs your hand and her nails. She's a cat lady and her nails look fantastic. They're like gold, like long gold spokes, essentially. This is why you mm-hmm. walk right on up to her. But she takes a moment and, uh, what color did you say you wanted? Garnet. Now I'm getting nervous. Mm. Okay. And she takes her hand as she pulls, like, kind of this, like, magic spell over you. It, it takes a moment, and she's kind of, you have to keep your hands still as she kind of uh, inserts this magic into you. Uh, but what you get are these long, beautiful garnet nails that are actually... Celine! And they're see-through. <gasps> oh, my goodness. How much was that? How much is it? Um, you can donate to... Somewhere between five and ten gold, if you wish. Now the thing is, I have an extra thing if you do the ten, which would good, which would be very good fun. What is it? Um, well, let's just say that those things, if you think about it, will become much bigger if you want. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to save the large enhancement for later? Yes, of course. All right. Yes. How, how long do those last? Oh, only an hour. Not too long. An hour? But darling, I need these for, for to go with my dress. Oh, if you needed it for... So I can save it for later, is what Just you're come saying. back and visit me again, if you wish. No, 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 your nails are this today for the event. But if um, you wish to come, I do nails for also uh, the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the Magibol. Magibol, that's it, yes. Okay. I would like to have my nails done as well. Mm. Um... But I want mine to be like galaxies on my fingers. I can do my version of that if you wish. It will be purple. Okay. Only have so many, darling. And she takes your hand as she crushes like uh, some sort of uh, spell casting device in her right, and she casts it out. Um, as she pulls out your nails, it's almost um, like stars, just stars mixed with like a purple black drop, and they're all glowing and they're, they're <gasps> twinkling. Oh, silly. This is exactly what I wanted. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for your service. So, five, uh, ten gold, because you, I think you guys have the enhancements, right? 
Yes, I'll, I'll get these. And I, I give her 20 gold oh, for great. the two of us. She nods, thank you. And then uh, kind of kicks her feet up as you guys leave. Um, there's also stations with druids. Now, right now, the druids are most actively going around. They are currently the decorators um, of all different schools. And you can tell that they're actively casting their cantrips to decorate everything. So they're the ones who are kind of like summoning, in, like they're all in the quad right now, like helping build um, the stage out of their druid craft. Um, you can see a lot of these things are probably gonna have to go away after a certain point. So they want things that are based on the earth so that way they're easily stripped away. But they're building this like stage and there's four of them in the quad. So the quad is square. Um, there's one on the north side, the east side, the south side and the um, uh, western side, all four corners. Um, and this is kind of the locations that people might step onto and then there become, there's like cheering, there's like contest cheering and sort of like uh, four different stages where the loudest will be heard. So there's rounds of that. Uh, from the whispers that you can hear, eight people have been nominated. So there's probably gonna be two rounds of people going up on these stages. Um, however, because eight were nominated and usually less, uh, there's less they're saying that for time's sake, maybe just two people per stage or tr they're trying they're panicking The druids are everywhere But you guys pretty much can walk into the quad and it's like druid station There's probably about 50 to 80 of them working. They're like the uh, the crew for a theater <laughs> right now bustling around Wait, what are, Sorry, what are the stages for? So for what one? happens for this so it's a it's, it's a fair essentially when you walk into the main quad on the outskirt of the quad are like uh, stages being kind of built. So everybody who's running goes up on Got them it. and we'll, there will be cheers and speeches. You make a speech for your, the reason why people should vote for you and then people will cheer. It's it's almost like a loud, like a loud person contest, like a homecoming, like a loud, shout okay. as loud as you can and be heard. Um, from there, uh, in the middle of the quad, there are food stalls and rides. So there's like like druid rides. Like there's like a druid vine Ferris wheel being built. Whoa. It's not tall. It's like, you know, one of the smaller ones that you could get at like the, you know, the small high school fairs. But it's really, really beautiful and it's done with roses. Um, and you can see it, it's starting to like get fully uh, resurrected. Um, uh, erected, not resurrected, <laughs> erected. Um, <laughs> Is there anything that looks like a log ride? Like a Splash Mountain-esque sort of? <laughs> There's nothing quite as intricate, but I will say that there's there's a fun house. There is a Ferris wheel. look fat. <laughs> there's a Ferris wheel. Um, there's bump, like the equivalent of what looks like bumper cards, but they're like toads, like they're frogs made out of wood that are like all hitting into Aww. each other. Um, there's like the there's like a magic cotton candy, which is uh, just cotton candy with no calories. Oh yes. <laughs> That's all it is. Well, <laughs> what say all of you that we go get it. some magical, calorie-free cotton candy, ride the Ferris wheel, get a lay of the land, and look for Middlesey's number two? What's a calorie? As you Darling, guys. calories. They're what make you look the way you don't want to look, unless you want to look that way. Drizilda taught me all about calories. They're very important to look like we look. I don't know either, but is it going to make me taller? Because that, that it, might not help. Is it something you eat? Neither of you need to worry about it. Okay. All right. It's an energy unit. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that is a wonderful plan, sister. Um, so anyhow, you guys begin to walk into the main quad area right at the cusp of the event starting to really kick off as finally all of these uh, rides seem to be running 
people start, the druids start to go to all of their respective areas to run the stalls and the rides and the stages as people begin to gather for the magic fair. Next time on the broadcast. Do you need a chaperone? No! How did they do that? Is that magic? Hux has been in a lot of time with fruit, and I don't really know how to feel about it. Where are you going? I I gotta go heal him. He, he's real bad. I... Hey, I'm Kimberly Daugherty, and I play Celine Tassar. Hello, I'm Ali Gonino, and I play Farut Ajalik. Hi, my name is Alice Gretchen, and I play Drizilda Slendron. Hi, I'm Erica Fermina, and I'm playing Starla Hahill. Hi, my name's Rachel Seeley, and I am playing Huck Lokley. And I'm Kelly Lynn D'Angelo, your dungeon master and woman of many faces, creatures, and things unknown. I'm Richard Quiner, and I produce this podcast in partnership with Wizards of the Coast.